Welcome back to our third segment of Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell with Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. We're talking to Dan Spader. And if you're just catching this and you want to hear a little bit more, a lot more, the, really the great resource to hear more about Dan's ministry is sunlife.com. Sun as in S-O-N-L-I-F-E.com. And also, if you're a podcast listener and you're listening to this, a great podcast is the Sun Life Podcast. If you go in and you just type in Sun Life into iTunes, uh, you'll be able to see a podcast, and it's free, and it talks about uh, all kinds of the study of knowing him, walking through and, and walking as Jesus walked and, and knowing his life. So, And also a great resource is Walking as Jesus Walked. That is a great book and or curriculum to kind of just help unpack all of this over a much detailed period. And we also want to thank our new sponsor. We got a new sponsor. We want to thank Bright Star. They, they do in-home care for folks who need it, and we want to thank them for sponsoring uh, the show and coming on board. Uh, Ellen and Credit Union, Carol Rogers, Carpool One, all of our sponsors. So, uh, Dan, let's just jump right sure. back in because uh, time is fleeting. But let's talk about how Jesus followed and, and walked in the Spirit, yeah. and how do we do that? Great question. Probably one of the most critical ones. Matter of fact, in Romans 7, 6, Paul talks about this. Paul says there's a new way of the spirit. And uh, most people miss that verse, but there is a new way of the spirit. One of the first thing new believers have to learn is how to follow and live the way of the spirit. Now in Romans 7, Paul mentions 29 times one word, and it's the word I. I, 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 things I want to do, I don't do, the things I don't want to do, I do, oh, wretched man I am, who's going to set me free? Because if we try to live the Christian life in the flesh, we'll end up saying, oh, wretched man that I am, who's going to set me free? That's Romans 7. Then you go to Romans 8, 19 times, Paul uses a different word. It's the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. So the key is... How do we learn the new way of the Spirit? To me, don't make this harder than it is. It's simply this. The way you follow the Holy Spirit is make sure there's no known sin in your life. Live a cleansed life. Now, what does that mean? So many times when we sin, we say, oh, man, tonight or this weekend when I go to church, I got to deal with that sin. I got to confess it. Well, if you wait until the evening to confess a sin you do at 10 in the morning, that's not good. That's, you wasted the whole day. Now, maybe this is simplistic, but here's my theology on this. What that means is that whole day is in the flesh mm. because sin is ruling your not life, not the Holy Spirit. You've knocked the Holy Spirit off when you sin, and now you're in the flesh, and what you do all day will be wood, hay, and stubble to be burned when you get to heaven. But if you confess that sin immediately, put the Holy Spirit back in charge of your life, now the rest of the day can be gold precious jewels that will last for eternity because you do it in the power of spirit. Even if you're mopping floors, even if you're driving a car, God wants us to live 24 seven mm. with a cleansed life. Okay, so I, I, this morning I messed up, I was harsh to my wife, so how do, I, how do I do that? I think it's as simple as spiritual breathing. Bill Bright, president of Campus Crusade, early on in my Christian life taught me this simple principle. It's called spiritual breathing. It's so simple we stumble over simplicity. The moment we know we've sinned, lusted, lied, got envious, whatever, blew up at our wife, 
The moment we know we sin, we exhale. God, I'm sorry. I agree with you about that sin. Exhale, confess the sin. Inhale, Father, by faith, I put you back in control of my life. I put you, the Holy Spirit, back in the throne of my life. Inhale, that's inhale. If any, we're commanded, Ephesians 5.18, to be filled with the Spirit. It's not a suggestion, it's a command. Yes. And then Jesus in 1 John 5, I think it's verse 13 or somewhere around there, he says, if whatever you ask according to my command, I will give it to you. So exhale, confess the sin, agree with God. Inhale, put the Holy Spirit back on the throne by faith. You may not feel like it. You may not even feel cleansed, but claim it by faith. That's what it means to live mm. by faith. And the next step you can take, you can do it in the spirit. So what does it mean? It's just spiritual breathe. I call it spiritual breathing. Exhale, confess sin. Inhale, put the spirit back on. And live as much as your life as you can led by the spirit. As you do that day after day, year after year, we'll never do it perfectly. But we sh- we'll never become sinless, but we should sin less as we mature. And the more and more we keep the Spirit in control of our life, the more intimacy we build with the Spirit. And, and the Spirit is just Jesus. It's Jesus. They're one. I and the Father one. Jesus said, it's good that I go away to send you another counselor. Who's the other counselor? Jesus was the first counselor, mm-hmm. the wonderful counselor. Who's the other counselor? It's the Holy Spirit. Jesus in his humanity could only be best friends with about a dozen guys in his humanity because he had limitations. But the Holy Spirit can be best friend with every one of us. And the Holy Spirit is Jesus' answer to his discipling us. In other words, is the Holy Spirit our best friend? Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's the way God intended. He dwells within us. He wants the Holy Spirit to be our best friend, to guide us in the truth, to disciple us, to lead us, to do miracles through us. Jesus had a perfect relationship this Holy Spirit because they never sinned. So, so Dan, go back to um, uh, what, in confession. Do you do that out loud? I don't think you need to. I, it becomes more mental. It can be out loud. Sometimes I need to do it out loud because I don't believe myself. Yes. You know, and I, I'm looking for the guilt to go away. No, it's confession of sin. It's not a feeling-oriented thing. It's a fact-oriented. So I, I may not feel forgiven, but I don't let feelings control me. I let the, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to cleanse us from our sins. So that's fact. But here's what I love. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You see, when, when we confess known sin, then Jesus wipes away all the other things he didn't have time to tell us about. <laughs> I mean, all of us every day sin a boatload of times that we, the Holy Spirit is so kind, he only works on one thing at a time usually, or a couple things at a time. And we confess known sin, and then God cleanses us from everything else. Mm. And we can be filled with the Spirit. I believe when God looks down on heaven, he mm. sees every one of us is either filled with the Spirit or in the flesh. There's not a gray in between. So that may not be right, but theologically, that's where I come down. You're either in the spirit or in the flesh right now. Every one of us in this gathered here. Everyone listening. That's interesting. That's profound because it's that simple to me. 
It, so, it's not an in-between thing. And, it's the Holy so, Spirit's not hanging on the edge trying to get back up. No, he's either off the throne or on the throne. So it's critical we cannot live by our feelings. You cannot live by feelings. You have to live by the fact of the written word of God. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness, 1 John 1, 9. So even though I don't feel like it, I did something very shameful, I did something really stupid, whatever. And I keep doing it and keep doing it, but every time I need to confess it again and by faith claim the Holy Spirit's back in control. In time, your feelings will catch up with fact, Mm. but you don't let feelings control you. That's good stuff. So sometimes I confess out loud because it helps the feelings catch up with the fact. Because we need to hear it ourselves. We need to hear it ourselves. And, and often the bigger problem is forgiving ourselves. Yes. God forgives us. Satan loves to say, oh, you're really not forgiven. You're not forgiven. And I believe Satan sometimes more than I believe God. Yeah. Okay, so talk just real quickly about a guy who's struggled. Yeah. He's got a habitual sin and he's... Yeah. And, Who doesn't? And I Yes. <laughs> I mean, Paul said <laughs> that same thing. Paul had a thorn in fresh. I think that was things that he constantly struggled. All of us have habitual sins. That means we're growing. Now, again, I don't use that to justify anything, but... But okay, so but but I confess, and then oh. I, but I, I I'm struggling. I, I did yep. it the, the, the yesterday and the day before, and I, you know I but I confessed, and but I don't feel like it. Yeah, just keep walking in the spirit. Keep walking in the spirit. It's not your job to bring your feelings back up to the fact. The Holy Spirit would do that in time. Keep walking in that reality, but. Make sure you have true repentance. And, and this time you got to sometimes study because sometimes we can, oh, I'm sorry I got caught versus I'm sorry I offended a holy, righteous God. There's a difference between godly sorrow and worldly sorrow. Absolutely. And so we've got to make sure a biblical confession or repentance is agreeing with God about the sin. And so that means we've got to see the sin the way God sees the sin. Mm. Now, I always tell men, and I, I used to lead an executive study with a group of presidents of companies, and here's my experience. When you really walk with the Spirit and are really growing, you'll feel more miserable about your sin than you ever felt when you weren't growing. That's, that's, that's the Apostle Paul. That's, that's, yeah, Paul says, I'm a sinner. I'm the worst of sinners. I'm the chief of all sinners at the end of his life. And so... You know, that, that is a powerful reality. A sign of growth is a fact that you get mad about the sin that you keep doing. Oh. That you get mad about, why am I keep doing this? That usually is a sign of spiritual growth. That's good. Well, we're going to take a break, unfortunately. <laughs> we're going to take a break, but uh, we're going to have a bonus segment. We're going to have one more segment, our fourth segment, but we're going to have a bonus uh, segment on our podcast. You're going to be able to hear that anytime you want on our podcast. So go to uh, soundcloud.com, iTunes. You go to uh, further still, uh, furtherstillministries.org, and you're going to be able to hear that. We're going to talk more and more about the life of Christ. We're going to come back and finish up here with Dan and take a break, but we'll be back on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our fourth and final segment, but don't fret. Guess what? We're going to have a bonus segment after this. Or it's not going to be on air. You're going to have to go to Facebook. You're going to have to go to SoundCloud. You're going to have to go to iTunes. You're going to have to go to furtherstillministries.org. And you can click on there and you can hear the bonus segment. We're going to actually cover, Dan's going to cover the seven disciplines of a discipler right out of John 17. 
and have your pen. I know if you've been taking notes, you're probably driving down the road and you're frantically looking for a pen. You're like, oh, I wish I could wrote down what he said. Fret not. On Sunday morning, we're going to put this, or actually Monday morning, this podcast of this show will be on those places. So just go and you can listen to it, get your pen and paper, sit down and listen to this, and plus a bonus segment. So we're very excited to hear more about what Dan's going to share in that bonus segment. Okay, so Dan, we've been talking about how, you know, how Jesus walked in the Spirit, how he was empowered by the Spirit, and how we are to do that as well. And we talked about confession and all that. Mm-hmm. But I still think that most of us guys were like, oh, I, I, I still can't get it. Um, I, I feel like such a failure. I, I yeah. just can't do it. Yeah, and and I think it's if if, in, if a lot of the men are like me, and this was my background. I grew up in a background that you talked about Jesus, you talked about God the Father, but the Holy Spirit was a mystical thing you didn't really talk about a lot. You know, His job was to point people to Jesus, so you never talk about Him. That is wrong. That is. Faulty. Jesus said, "It's good that I go go away to give you another counselor." In other words, the Holy Spirit should be our best friend, just as Jesus was best friend to the twelve in his humanity. The Holy Spirit should be our best friend. Go to the Book of Acts. It says fifty-five times what the Holy Spirit did. It's really the acts of the Holy Spirit. He led them. He encouraged them. He opened doors. He shut doors. He spoke to them. He taught them. He, I mean, he rebuked them. It's the acts of the, their friend, the Holy Spirit. It's all the acts of the Holy Spirit. That's what we need to grow into. Now, we don't get there overnight. Friendship takes time. And to follow the prompting and leading of the Holy Spirit takes time. It mm-hmm. takes growth. It takes maturity. So what does that look like? I, and there's a lot of things we could probably say, and, and yes. I know you have insight here too, but I think when I truly live a spirit-filled life, all of a sudden I'll be amazed at some of my own thoughts sometime. I'll be sitting next to someone in an airplane and the spirit says, talk to that person. I don't want to. Talk to them. <laughs> and I do, and it's a miraculous. It's a supernatural enc- Supernatural encounter. encounter, even though I may never show, there's something miraculous happen. Or the spirit will say one morning, you know how you talked to your, holy, your wife last night was not good. You need to ask her forgiveness. Uh, or the spirit will say, write a note to this person to encourage them. I have a file filled with when God has told me to do that and people responded and I got a couple in there that says, you saved my life because I was ready to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And I, I share that carefully, but I sh- it's true. Because when I began to see the Holy Spirit as my best friend and wanted to become my best friend, I realized I was not real intimate or very close to the Holy Spirit. Mm. And to me, I equate the Holy Spirit and Jesus. It's, it's Jesus in me, it's the Holy Spirit in me. I, I don't separate those two. So, But the Holy Spirit is the New Testament. W- w- it dwells within us. When I began to realize that, I, I, I always jokingly say, um, uh, I have a master's in education, and they say if you ever want to learn something as a new habit, you have to do it you know, 30 days in a row. Mm-hmm. I'm German, Germans are stubborn, so I have to do something 60 days in a row for it to become <laughs> habit. And so what I started doing when I began to see this, and it's now become a perpetual thing, almost always the first thing I say in the morning when I get up, is Lord, I love you. And then the second thing is, Holy Spirit, how are we doing in our friendship? 
Mm. I sit and listen. So do you, you, you do that out loud too? I do that out loud. I do that. That's my morning routine. That's often before I get out of bed mm-hmm. because I want the day to be lived under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. So how are we doing in our friendship? And many times the Spirit will just say, great, man, you did this. That was so cool. Or encourage me or give me scripture or speak to me. But then other times he have to challenge me. And I tell you, that has become one of the most precious moments of our life because I begin to find sometimes that I have a heart attitude I would normally ever not have, like a compassion for a needy person and the Lord just moves me to give. Mm. And that's not naturally me. I, I find my heart becomes the heart of the Holy Spirit. My, I begin to have the mind of Christ and I realize that is the Holy Spirit in me. It's not me. That there's a... There, the becomes a tenderness a tenderness to his voice a tender and 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 an attuneness to his voice because you've got to set the wire that 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 the are my metaphors mixing up here but you've got to set that radio to catch that bandwidth to to hear the radio program coming through and the tune of the holy spirit and and that takes fine-tuning to learn to listen to the holy spirit but when you walk with him consistently you learn to hear him better. That's, you know, I, I, li- I heard years ago uh, uh, a preacher say, you're going to get it wrong. You're going to think that the Holy Spirit is saying something to you, and, you, and, and you're not going to bat a thousand, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay, because you're learning. Yeah, and, you're, 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 con- and, and you're, you're recognizing that, hey, this time I thought it was the Holy Spirit, but it was really, it was, it was just me. Yes, but that helps you next time. It does, and it's a learning curve. It, you know, for, gee, I really believe that that John sixteen or John fifteen passage, John fifteen fifteen uh, and sixteen, where he says, "I give you another counselor." The another means of the exact same kind. So the Holy Spirit wants to be our best friend, like Jesus, just like Jesus just was with, with John, just like Jesus with John, and and so friendship takes time. Friend. Any deep friendship takes time. It mm-hmm. takes getting to know each other. It takes that relational component. That's what you see in the book of Acts. They got better and better and better at listening mm-hmm. to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. That's, uh, that's good. Uh, one of the things that I've done over the years, and I, I think I heard this years ago from a preacher who said, you, know, you just, uh, just ask the Holy Spirit yeah. to... To fill you. To fill me. Lord, yeah. Holy Spirit, fill me. That's one of the prayers I pray yeah. for my family. And, and Holy Spirit, help me not to grieve you. Because if we say we're not to grieve the Holy Spirit. We're not to quench the Holy Spirit. And, and ask those questions. Is there some time I quenched you? Is there some time I grieved you? Fill me today, Holy Spirit. Fill me. That's, uh, that's good stuff. Um, I, Dan, uh, we, got, we got a couple minutes yet. Yeah. Um, talk to the guy who is doing his best to walk in the Holy Spirit. He's doing his best, um, but he still still feels like a failure. Talk to him. Just hang in there. Keep at it. Don't quit. Don't quit. It, the amazing thing about being fully human, which Jesus was and God wants us to be, is it's not just the Holy Spirit. It's not just us in our flesh. It's both. God wants to mm-hmm. use who you are, your gifts, your talents, and empower you with his spirit to make a unique human being that, that will advance the kingdom. So it's not just a 
Holy Spirit and none of you. And it's not just none of you and Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to empower you. And so you've got to learn personally what does that mean. So don't give up because God has a unique plan for every one of you listening, a unique calling that only you can do. I can't do it. Kurt, you can't do it for them. God wants to use them. So don't quit. Don't give up. Uh, Stay at it and watch how he uses you. The nice thing about being 65, 66, which I am, it's hard for me to even say that, uh, (laughs) is that 40 years of walking with the Lord, I have great confidence in his unique calling in every one of our lives. What you were describing, I, I, I thought that was just the preacher's job. (laughs) you're describing that every person who comes into the life of the church every person who receives christ you're describing a person that becomes a minister of the gospel the great commission is not great because the bible doesn't call it great in matthew 28 it's an everyday commission for every believer every moment of their everyday life and so when we think this is a preacher's job, we're messed up. We, we've really messed it. Because it's a personal, personal. Dan, I can't believe it. Our time has flown by, <laughs> uh, but the, we are going to have a bonus segment. But I, I want you to pray for us sure. guys. Would you pray for us that we would be men who would walk in the Spirit? We would be men who would be close, dear, dear friends of the Holy Spirit, and we would walk like Jesus. Would you pray for us? Father, right now I lift up every man and woman and child that might be listening. I pray that whether they're driving on a road, whether they're at work, whether they're sitting in a comfortable chair, whether they're having a cup of coffee, that you would speak to them right now about what you want to say to them. I pray that the Spirit of God would become real to them, that they would learn to live that cleansed life, trusting your word and going to you in prayer, imitating the incarnate Christ while following the resurrected Christ. May their life become abundant. May they experience your supernatural leading in their life. God, I pray that you would empower them to do the miraculous just as you did, not necessarily the signs and wonders, but the miraculous in terms of relationship, the miraculous in terms of divine connection, the miraculous in terms of personal healing in their own life and the healing of their families. And Lord, we will thank you in advance for your doing that. I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dan. Amen. Thanks. Well, did you get all that? I didn't either. So that's why you have to go back and listen to this podcast because it is such rich and deep. Jesus is a deep well. Mm-hmm. He's not a shallow pond. He's a deep well. And it is a lifetime of learning about him, and it's really fun to do it, and it's challenging, and we encourage you guys to do that. So go back and listen to our podcast and stick around. We're going to have a bonus segment where you're not going to stick around and listen because if you stick around and listen to the bonus segment, you're not going to hear it. You're going to have to go to our podcast on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, or furtherstoministries.org. Thank you, Dan Spader, for being in here today. Sunlife.com, S-O-N-L-I-F-E.com. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio.